Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike and Laurent. It is Friday, July 29th. In this episode, Mike is back. Hey, can't believe it. I'm so happy. Uh, Varane is going to United. Sancho is in hand. Is United ready to challenge? I don't think so. But first, Mike, Coco Lamel is off the greener pastures. How are you feeling? He is the last of the Bale Seven. I'm sad. What? I, I, are your I love him. I loved him. Um, he was my favorite metrosexual sociopath. Uh, there are so many things that come to mind with Eric Lamella. Most recent, uh, we talked about it uh, basically a full episode. It was the North London Derby at the Emirates this past season. Oh, that, was where, your, that was your opus where you talked about fucking Shakespeare. Uh, he basically <laughs> is Shakespearean, but that was that that game was a Shakespearean play. Yeah. Um he had the most. He had the. He's gonna win the um, the the Puskas for the goal of the year for that. I guarantee it. Yeah. Um, and then he gets a red card in the second half on on a really on a really surprising foul. The interesting thing is that's the only red card he uh, uh, got from Spurs in seven seven or eight seasons he was there, and uh, it's really he should have had a lot more of that and these are some of my favorite memories the almost reds uh the stepping on Cesc Fabregas's hand at the <laughs> battle of the bridge oh gives me chills every time i think about it Classic. calling I, Jack- I, you know that was on that was on premier league tv on on msnbc you probably don't know that you have it because if you subscribe to peacock you don't know that they have all this shit but oh, there's a God. whole premier league tv channel and they were doing all spurs content it was oh awesome. That's cool. Uh, yeah. How many games did we lose in the last twenty minutes? I don't want to know. Um, oh, it was the other... all timers. It was all timers. Oh, a lot good, of Berber- good, good. A lot of Berbatov. A lot of Keen. A lot of Bale, I would imagine. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Uh, the other one that really goes. Um, it, it, it's puts a smile on every Spurs supporter's face is when he looked at Jack Wilshire and Wilshire was trying to be a tough guy. He goes the fuck are you going to do about it pussy and there's that still photo right outside the 18 where Kieran Trippier is holding back Wilshire and Lamella's got this shit eating grin on his face he's like you're not going to touch me cuz I'll stab you with the shank in my sock yeah it's uh, it's the it's the it's the surprise not realizing that some guys who might look like they look like they do are really like tough motherfuckers from like yeah. the lowest of the low they're like i have you know picked up shit and eaten it to win a game and you're yeah. talking like oh you have a tattoo i will kill you <laughs> i have a tattoo that says i will kill you he always played killed, right exactly uh yeah he always played the game like a piranha that's how i always kind of saw him he was always nipping and he looked like heels. a shark and, right, and he well that, with the, the weird the... stiff movement with his head right 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 <laughs> he was he was um very uh maligned for the the touch crossover where he would just kind of look like he was dancing with himself uh, and it would do nothing 99% of the time. Spurs fans hated that. I thought it was kind of funny. Um, I will miss him. I will I will miss him. Um, the kid we got in sounds like he's a great young talent. He looks goddamn like thing a about child. Him. He is a child. He's 20 years well, old. That is, he comes from Sevilla. Mm-hmm. Just not, wait, which one won the Europa? Was it Sevilla or Valencia? I don't know. This is this is how unplugged I've gotten in the last ten days. That's okay. I don't that's know okay. He's anymore. he's a I I saw I listened to 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 Sid Lowe on um on ESPN FCC Old Man Channel, and his his assessment was very attacking, very classic winger. Get in front of a guy, take him on and get past him. But sometimes take him on and get past him, slow down and let him get back in front of him so he can take him on again. 
<laughs> so he's got a little bit of that. Uh, young, yeah. got a weird, very young, very young. Uh, whether he can cross, I don't know. Whether he, he's like all these modern Spaniards, they all look too small. So yeah. that part I worry about, like when he plays those teams that play full, that play center backs at fullback, and they just go. Yeah, Fuck just off. shove him. He's so he's <laughs> so, currently in Japan at the Olympics with Spain. Um, I haven't. That's good. If he's on that team, him. that's good. Well, that's, that's yeah, good. that's kind of the thinking, right? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, look, it was time for Lamella, yeah. and the interesting thing with uh, the way that Paratici is doing business is he's generally using the players that we have as make weights, um, and he's are. throwing and, in and, some and money. Leave, and leave. And Levy loves it, yeah. And Levy loves that. And so yeah. uh, there was the deal for uh, Kunde, the center back. We talked about it uh, probably a couple weeks ago. A deal was in place um, for Davinson Sanchez and like $20 million for Kunde. And they were like, oh, that's great because they had a big sell-on clause. Uh, and that's something that Levy loves to do and kind of leverage that. Do we want like, oh. uh, to rock on some transfers or do you want to talk about the women's national team? I – can't wait to see them lose. I really, <laughs> I am gonna. I, here's the thing: I'm not getting up at 4 a.m. to watch this shit show. No, 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 no. Um, I haven't watched any of the the Olympics at all. It's been it's been a mess. Yeah, it's hard to watch. Yeah, I watched the yeah. I watched the replay and I shared it. I watched the highlights of the Sweden game. They just got beat. It was bad. Yeah. Uh, I watched the highlights of the Australia game. They did nothing. Created nothing. And literally, the highlights were center back kicks the ball across the halfway line. Alex Morgan runs full speed at it. They yep. took six. They took four oh, shots. So they're the men's team now, right? But but there's but they're supposed to be Brazil, and they're not. Now, right. I will say, they're gigantic when they play against other women's teams. They're just massive. Like Mewis is just a monster. Well, Julie Yurts is like a linebacker. They are linebackers. But they play – I mean, this is against Australia, okay? Australia is a good team. They have Sam Kerr. They're a historically good uh, athletic country with who does really well in the Olympics, supports women's sports, all those things. So they're a good side. The United States had 36% possession. Like, what are we doing? Like, so defensive to the point that the Australian coach in the fucking interview at the end of the game was like, I wasn't expecting that. They bunkered in. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck is going on? It's as if it's as if uh, City were playing Burnley, and I, maybe that's a little uh, harsh on Australia. But if City were playing Burnley, and you basically had a Freaky Friday situation where they Burnley play are just like, like Mourinho's Spurs, right? Right. Well, basically, yeah. and right. I, I well, then I didn't need another reason to root against them. But I think the main reason I'm rooting for them to lose is because. These celebrities, these players, in their long, long-awaited battle for equal, you know, rights and all that stuff. By the way, a fucking judge told you to get the fuck out of his courtroom. You're wrong. You lose. And you know what they said? Mm, that's not fair. We want to do it again. They're they're I, like, like I, Jesus I, Christ, ladies. I don't want to. I don't. I don't know all the information. I don't know anything about it. All I, I know I is. Know a judge. What? Looked right. at all the information and was like, hey, you don't really have that much of a case. Here's the thing I know. I watched City play Barcelona in the Champions League. Really? And I watched – yeah, women. This is women. I watched City play Barcelona in the Champions League. I watched Chelsea, who are by far the best team in England and really strong. Sam Kerr played on that team. Get annihilated by Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And I mean like it wasn't close. 
the Barcelona team that won the Champions League is like 2011, is like Pep Barcelona level. Like they have changed the game to the point that it will have ramifications that show up. They beat Lyon, eight-time champion. You cannot, if that is indicative of what's going to happen in women's football, the United States is fucked. And I'll tell you this, the Dutch invented this because they have total football and that got to Barcelona. I'm going through like deep shit. And it, yeah, no, the stuff that happens in America in in men's football is happening in women's football. They figured it out. Oh, we've saturated football so much. Let's appeal to this next group of people, young girls, young women who love football, and let's make it like men's football as much as possible in terms of style, right? And the U.S. women, and I had the stats and I took it down, but we have so many women playing and we have 9 million women, young girls, uh, 18, all totaled, playing soccer. All of Europe, all of South America, the rest of the world combined has two, right? But Europe has twice as many professional women playing mm-hmm. that wow. are European. That, that is a fact. I looked it up. It's FIFA 1919. No, I know. What I'm, I understand. What info. I'm saying is it's coaching. It comes in the same shit as, as men's. American, the, only yeah. reason, the only reason we had a 25-year head start on women's soccer it's because the rest of the world doesn't give a fuck yeah (laughs) the rest of the world couldn't be fucking bothered okay now you've got uh, this was what the 2016 i believe olympics where you had uh england england was the upstart like uh underdog in the tournament are you fucking kidding me this is this is why why are we even paying attention to this right sweden i've got got the info right yeah there you go Here, here it is nine million women playing Number of registered women over 18, 146,000, right? There's a complete disconnect. This is Europe. There's almost 600,000 women over 18 playing. Mm -hmm. That's where professionalism comes from. And we're going to get beat because we're playing old women who don't get coached. It's it's true of everything else about this fucking country. We're past our prime. Okay. (laughs) We're at the end of empire. Yeah, take us out back and shoot us. But the reason I'm really rooting against them is because I want to see a reckoning for all these stars. I want mm-hmm. Megan Rapino to get taken out back like like old Yeller, right? I mean, uh, Carly she's, Lloyd. She's, she's 39 years old, 36 no, years old. That's what what I'm are saying. they doing? Whose no, idea was that? It's their idea. That's the point. They're bigger than the team. They're bigger than the the, the letters on the front. It's all that. It's all them all the time, right? Rapino, I deserve this. No, what you deserve to get shit kicked by Sweden three nothing, sweetie. Okay, yeah. and then you know what? Tomorrow they're playing the Netherlands. The Netherlands, granted, has played Zambia, which I'm not sure is a real place, um, <laughs> and China, but they also China's played Brazil. Normally good, and they take it seriously. They won the group with Brazil in it. Okay, yeah, and Brazil's um, still playing Marta, who's 39, 35. I looked it up. She plays in oh, Orlando. I was oh, like, okay, good. Yeah, I'm never going to see that. But um, <laughs> they scored 23 goals in three games. Yeah, they, they put a hurt on. Averaged eight. eight goals a game, dude. And they have the best striker in Europe is on their team. Med- oh, good. Vivian Meditma. She's good. really good. She plays for Arsenal. She's tall. She's lanky. She's a really technical finisher. Basically, they have Robin Van, Robin Van Persie. That's and you can expect, Van Persie. Yeah, you can expect the Dutch to play hard and play well. And they have been historically supplying uh, female players to the perfect, to the to the league to the I follow you know again the English women's league because no, the WSL yeah. is I don't know 
Um, they play crap football and there's no fans. At least in Europe, there's fans. Uh, so I'm looking forward to this Dutch game. Now, I do think that if the U.S. beat the Dutch, they'll probably get a medal. I think this is the game that where they go down. No, because they play Brazil or, or Canada next, who are both they're better be- than them. They're better. No, they're not. They're not better. They beat those teams all the time. All the time. It's the Dutch or nobody. I really believe that. Really? But I do think the Dutch could win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not. So they, they Canada, got Canada. They play all the time. Brazil. They play all the time. It's like those teams aren't quite, quite, quite there. But uh, we're 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 focused on the men's show, and I do want to talk about both our nemeses, Manchester United, making a. Uh, a I don't have a problem with them, by the way. I always find that funny that like. Uh, you, like United used to be the Yankees, so it was cool to hate the Yankees, right? It was cool to hate Manchester United. Um, I don't have any problem with Manchester United. In fact, all of the teams around United, Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea, I fucking hate those guys. So when <laughs> – Oh, you've been coming up during down United time. You're like, whatever. No, not even that. I don't want any – if United were winning all the titles that Chelsea won in the last 10 years, I'd be like, fucking great. Good job, guys. Awesome. <laughs> I don't care. I don't so, give a shit about United. So the two the two moves. Um, well, let me just bring this up, and we can we can probably this really just brings the whole thing up, right? There you go. We've got Varane signed. They've got Sancho in hand. Uh, I don't think has PSG Sancho has been fought. officially announced yet. They've been kind of yeah, weird yeah, with yeah. That. That's all done. That's all done. Okay. Um, this is a sneaky big move. West Ham signing Ariola from uh, Fulham. He's really really good. He mm-hmm. basically could have kept them in the league. For some reason, the white deal isn't done with Arsenal. He's good. Here's your Kunde. Abraham can leave. Holland with Chelsea. There's a lot of hutzing, futzing going on. I think under the radar, Aldevera leaving, I totally missed that. No, I mean, he went, no, it's fine because we're going to get a center back and he was done. uh, And he went to Qatar to make a shit ton of money. Good for him. Right, but he he was key. Like, he's he's Pochettino Spurs. He's this era, right? He's Uh, one of... But okay, so two years ago, after after the Champions League final, Pochettino said there's got there's going to be a painful rebuild coming, and we need to prepare for that and, and be right. brave. He wanted and all Harry Maguire. He wanted, they didn't do anything, right? Yeah, and then then two years later, here it is, right? So yeah. we should have sold Toby yeah. two years ago, realistically. Yeah. We should have sold Toby two years ago for forty million. We sold him for thirteen. Right. So there's been some uh, hijinks and hilarity that I, I posted on our Facebook group is scrolling across the bottom of just like the hyperbole of United now being set up to win the league. And all I keep doing is going, you know what? No, you're not ready. You're not even close to being ready. And I'll tell you why. They're so far off that adding these two players, Sancho and 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 Varane, is that going to make up a 20 a 12 point gap and a 23 goal difference? On top of the fact that their XG was like even more than that away, I just don't see it because I don't trust Ole. I don't think I think that Sancho is a another player like they already have. Is he that yeah. much better than Greenwood? No. Is he? Uh, yes, but not that much better. But he's it's it's redundant talent. Yep. That doesn't really change what they were good at. Right. It, okay. It so this is this is exactly what Chelsea did last year, right? right? I mean, granted, they end up winning the fucking Champions League by accident, but nonetheless, when they walked into the league net last year, they had Werner, they had Havertz, 
They had Ziek. They brought all three of these guys in, and I was like, they have a tremendous have amount that, of attacking like, talent. What are they doing to yeah. the point that they now have to throw Tammy Abraham away? Like, oh, yeah. we don't need him. Whoop. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the reason why I kind of go through this, and I'm getting mad because of the hyperbole, like, I've seen posts of, like, McGuire, Varane, Wambasaka, Shaw. Is this the best defense in the Premier League? And I go, um, no, uh, that's City because we have the same defense and you guys are 12 goals behind us. You're not 12 goals better because you're not going to control the midfield because you still have McFred and people are still going to get at those guys. I don't care how fucking good your back four is. Unless Wambasaka is playing the six, they're still going to be right there. All you have to do is fall down. All you have to do is guy does one trick and gets a shot off. You still, as far as I know, have De Gea and Henderson in goal. Where the fuck are these 15 goals that you're saving coming from? He's well, so that's, not Di- Varane is not Diaz. You right? hit well, okay, that's fine. But you hit on it. Leadership already, right? wise, like, I mean, contr- I mean, leadership wise, he every time way. Ramos went down, Real fell apart okay. every single time. And I'm and not he even was his partner. That. You you hit on it. The most important position I think for for United is going to be right in front of the back line. Who's playing that six role? Right, it's McTominay. It's Fred. Okay, Matt fine. Still weirdly. Yeah, right. So that to me is as all, big of a need as center back. All great teams. All the teams. I'll bring it up again. Look at the teams at the top. Yeah. City has Fernandinho and Rodri, both holding things down. McFred, no. Uh, Liverpool had Fabinho. McFred. McFred's a great name. Uh, now, Mc, United did well, but they're the worst of this group. The XG, it matters. They're the worst yeah. of this top four, right? Yeah. They got lucky. They have good finishers. Greenwood is incredible. Cavani was incredible. Who's going to tell me Cavani's not going to get hurt? He's getting hurt. He always gets hurt. Uh, Liverpool have Henderson and Fabinho, and they're weakened, to be fair. And then Chelsea right. have the best. Have yeah, the best both of them playing center back at some point right. during the season. Right. And then Chelsea have Conte, who we, we acknowledge is incredible, right. but does get hurt more often. When he's healthy, he's still the best. But they don't have a ready well, major placement. He's not a 38 game guy. That's effectively. Not anymore. I don't think so. No, not at all. And that's not a slight on him at all. He's He is a Cadillac that you kind of can't take out in the winter anymore. It's fine. Yeah. And that's fine. And he's five foot nothing. Right. So, so I'm just like – I just think like when I think about United, it just fucked me off. I'm like, you know what? The real difference is, and this is where United will beat Spurs. United will beat City. United will take points off the big teams. The problem isn't the big teams. It's losing at home to Sheffield. Mm-hmm. All they can get those team up for big games, and then when it's shit games, how do you break teams that sit in? I don't know. They're not going to be able to beat – they're not going to beat Steve Bruce's Newcastle. Nope. Newcastle will take points off them. Unless sure. the only way they ever break these teams down is when Fernandez draws a penalty because he throws himself down on the ground. But now Which maybe Sancho them, by the way, real quick, feels like that a billion got, times. That got them, I would argue, the difference between second and fourth place last year. Seven points maybe? Yeah. Oh, uh, comfortably. Yeah. Well, the, one, uh, the other thing that I point out that I think is really interesting is like – the difference between 10th and 3rd was less than 10 points, yeah. right? And the difference between City and, and and Manchester United was 12. So, like, 
any of these teams, like when we do our preview, and I think we should do it eventually, they're all really, really good. United, like, I feel like United is treading water. Liverpool, I think we can honestly say, is on the way down. If not, they're not better. No, they're not better, but they're still hanging on. And and who knows? Listen, the one of this group of that's on the way up is Chelsea, right? Yeah, that's the team that I'm afraid of. Yeah, I'm not, not right. afraid of Leicester. West Ham got lucky. Spurs, I think you guys are in trouble. Honestly. <laughs> don't even get me. Don't even get me started. I think um, Arsenal. As much as as much as as much as we don't, you know, let's be let's be objective here. Arsenal is on the way up because they keep I mean, going lower. Yeah, sure, exactly. Right, come on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then yeah. you know, Everton Spurs had their worst season in a decade. And they still finished above Arsenal. What does that tell you about Arsenal? Okay. I completely understand. I I understand what you're saying. And they got, but the thing is that they have is like. They got super lucky, and we went through the stats on the thing. It's like, Son is not going to score on 40% of his shots again. He could. No, see, I don't, be very I don't think no, – listen, you kind of have to throw all of that out, right? Because Mourinho set up a system where he was like, okay, you and Kane, actually that's the game plan. You are going to score 40% of your shots, right? Because you're so, going to get oh, – we're going to do nothing but get the greatest right. shots you could possibly get. And I'm drinking the Nuno Kool-Aid. I think that they will be challenging for the top four. I don't Absolutely. think – Absolutely. They're all close. Absolutely. I agree. I, I mean, mean I they sh- weren't really though. They were at the end. They weren't They weren't five points away. They were ten points away and they made it close at the end, right? Like that's kind of – it's like a baseball game. You're losing by 10 runs and you score three in the ninth. It's like, oh, we only lost by seven. No, no, you lost by fucking 10, dude. Um, so that's kind of how I, I – I'm excited to see a team actually play attacking football again. Or just I think you're going to be football. happy. I think – because he's just like a pleasant guy. He's so likable. He really – I liked him a lot when he was at Wolves. That was kind of why Wolves were like my other team. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very interested to see what happens. I think – Low key, I think Matt Doherty has a resurgence at right back. <laughs> I do. He's I mean, because he's, he's an old player. Because yeah. he's an old guy. So he's gonna be like, I need a guy that I can trust. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I don't know. There's a lot of ways that that can go. Uh, there's a lot of things that can happen between now and not just uh, you know the opening match of the season, which is like I mean, 14 days away. Actually, yeah, it is two weeks away. Um, and. And then the end of the transfer window, obviously, which is going to be it's they moved it back to September first, right? Yeah, it's not in that crazy. I'm trying to I'm looking for something that I don't remember what I shared. Anyway, anyway, forget it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um But so talk to me about how you actually, you know what? Let's let's pay some bills real quick. <laughs> Bring it okay. up. Okay. Okay. I will do that. Who do, who are we talking about today? I'm talking about my buddy Joe. I'm just waiting for the visual. There he is. Nope, that's not one. There he is. It's our friend Joe at Attitude of Gratitude Consulting. Uh, he's he's a big friend of ours in the Chop Sports Podcast Network, and uh, he helps us save money on a lot of our bills, a lot of our expenses, uh, find the quote-unquote money in the couch cushion sort of, sort of thing. Um, he's a great dude. You can see his website here. He's based in New York. He's just, he's just a likable guy. Uh, he's somebody that you talk to on the phone. You go, okay, I can trust this man. Um, and so, uh, you know, we, we're big fans of him. Like we said, he's, he's helped us out. Visit attitude of gratitude consulting, as you can see right there, uh, com for more info, uh, to save you plenty of cash on your monthly bills. All right. And that means that I'm going to talk about our friends at sunflower meadow seasoning. Now it's got a lot of stuff. 
but they do have lots of events all around Woodbridge, New Jersey. They're friends of the CHOP Sports Network team. And you can see here our buddies putting their stuff on there. They've got cute pigs. And if you go down and talk to Jess, she will help you with a discount. Just mention that you're part, that you're here from Chopped and check out their website at sunflowermeadowseasonings.com. We're fans, we like the pigs. If they send us a pig calendar, I promise you, we will put it everywhere that we can and uh, we love it. So if we, if we get a pig calendar, we will do every month, we will have a different Premier League pig of the month. Oh, for sure. We're de- we'll put, Sponsored we'll, by we'll, Sunflower we'll, Meadow Seasonings. Promise. Yeah, and we'll, a, definitely put the, the, we'll definitely put the shirts on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's been nice. So, it's been nice. So, like, the Euro was such sort of like a, a palate cleanser from the end of the season, which was kind of just a grind. I wanted it to be over already. Um, I did enjoy the end of the season, but, like, most of the actual meat of the season made me want to kill myself. Yeah, but, you, had a, you had a dip there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got calcified, as one might mm-hmm. say. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the the Euro was so great, uh, and now I'm just kind of enjoying a little a little holiday, as they say. I'm just kind of I don't give a shit about the I, Olympics. I don't give a shit about the, I Mets, am the Gold deep, Cup. Deep, deep in the fucking Grealish watch. Grealish well, watch. yeah, you have a reason to be. And no I am to- scared. I am nervous. <laughs> I'm seeing teams get players. Uh, the Grealish watch is out of control. I had forgotten one of the things that's a little subplot is Aston Villa and Man City have a little beef during the uh, during since the takeover. We've taken quite a few of their players, and they are angry. So oh. uh, Delph, we got off them. That's uh, right. Barry, we got off them. Uh, now Grealish, and on the internet, it is El Saltarino Masalti. Uh, they're calling us snakes. Uh, they're attacking city-related journalists. It is a it is a Twitter-only beef because real life is just like, I don't care. Just when's Jack Grealish going to get here? Uh, the latest is City are actually speaking. This is by Fabrizio uh, Romano, who's basically a cheese, a, a cheese and also the greatest of – he's the Adam Schefter of transfers from Italy. Uh, he's got City discussing the transfer with um, with Villa – they're trying to get Jack involved. There is terms coming together. So one of the things that we probably never discussed, but the transfer dealing is different than you'd expect in the United States, where you have a team, you have, the guy has a contract, provided there's a no, there's not a no trade clause, you can go, right? Transfers work differently where you buy the contract off the team, but you can actually sign the deal with the player before the contract is sold. Yep. So for instance, I could have signed Mike from his job and still had to pay his company to have him come be part of uh, the, uh, the squeaky bum time podcast. So that's one of these, which is what happened. That, yeah. <laughs> yes. The yes. highest paid transfer in squeaky bum time podcast history. That's right. That's a fact. Right. And then there is the notion of a free agent. You could simply, if you're, if you're out of contract, you can just move teams. So, uh, one of the things that I think when we do our juxtaposition of transfer to U.S., there's just much more freedom. The players in Europe are free, and they can run down contracts, force their way out. It's more like the NBA, except better and far, far, far better. <laughs> well, it's sort of how the last 15 years has gone has been super interesting because now 
these these ballooning um, transfer sums where you would get you know hundred million for a player. The player doesn't get that. The club does, right? The, the player is being paid quite the club gets as well. The agent, there may be something going to the player. It may mean, you know, the transfer happens and you get a renegotiation of your contract. They well, rip sure. up your contract and make a new yes. one. So there's a lot of, it's much more complicated yeah. and a lot more machinations. But what's happening now, and, and in recent, I'd say the last two years or so, like you already alluded to, you would think that free agency is a big thing like it is in the NBA or in the American sports, but because players move uh, before their contract ends, they, they, that's where that, those, they, big what they have, come what from. they have is way more competition for teams, right? If you're sure. in the NBA and There's you want to go yeah. somewhere else, it's 28 you can't go anywhere. Yeah. right. But if I'm in the premier league and I'm like, Oh, I'm just going to Italy or yeah. I'm going to Spain, I'm well, going to Germany. You but can what go I was going to get to get into now, the newest trend of, uh, over the last 18 months, two, three years, I guess, is that players will run down their contract because now they're seeing all these big pieces of the pie going to the teams. And I'm like, well, fuck that. Uh, I'm going to just sit here for another year and then I'm going to get a $15 million signing bonus. You know, there's a massive trend that I think about because I think about the, the, not woke, but just the stuff that's been going on with all, with all the sort of player activity. American sports via Instagram are reflecting back on each other, right? These players in, the, in, in, in soccer, they see LeBron James being worth a billion dollars. They, they love the NBA because it's such a visible sport. They see what's happening in the U.S. and they want to have that same activity. They're being active. Why the hell are they taking a knee? It's from the U.S. It's like, yeah, it is. Right. It's, it's solidarity. There's this, and then you see like the Simone Biles thing happen and Paul Budd tweets back at her. They're all connected via social. So there is a and I'm not going to get into the specifics of each individual item. What I think is happening to me is there is a unifying kind of sports guys are like this. This is how they behave. Right. right. So if they see LeBron or guys in the NBA taking empowering themselves, they're going to feel compelled to empower themselves. If you see a Pogba who wants to be his own brand, he's reflecting off of a Russell Westbrook who wants his own brand and his funny hair and his cool clothes and or or maybe it's Cristiano who started it and reflecting back on LeBron who reflect and Cristiano feels very Kobe they're very the same era and I think that the sort of sports where you can see the person and they're international because basketball and soccer are the two most international sports there's a cadre and a style that I think the sportsmen internationally are taking on especially the visible ones who can pe peacock themselves so that's it's my interesting theory. that everybody sort of wants to be LeBron. And aspires to be that not not LeBron per se, but that amount of influence, right? But he's the and best player ever, <laughs> like or close, second. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Patrick uh, Ewing, right? Right, that's right. Well, so, uh, did you say sweatiest? Yeah, sweatiest, second sweatiest. Uh, no, <laughs> um, the the goal is to have that much clout, right? And to when something when you say something, even if uh, it sounds like you just pulled it out of your fucking ass, like LeBron or it's, James. You took, you took the consensus of like 80% of people say this is okay. I'm saying it. Yeah. yeah That's really you know, what I take issue with him. Like gosh, get out China, and say something weird. Gosh, China sure is giving the NBA a lot of money. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, then, then you effectively, you want to have that much. You want, when he talks mountains move, right? People who fucking yeah. hate basketball pay attention or at yeah. least get annoyed by them. Right. Oh, Even that's enough. That counts. Exactly. Right? Like acknowledgement yeah. of your existence. 
it, yeah, he yeah. wins. He wins. Yeah. So um, there are attempts to doing that. And uh, even like Kane will do it through like charity and stuff like that. Not that, not that he's invented charity from, from athletes or anything, but like in ways that are meaningful and forget him for a second. Marcus Rashford is the main one that comes to mind with everything he that he did, did over really the last good year. Stuff. Like, he did amazing like, stuff. Like beyond. Right. Like, and then he, he missed the penalty in Euro and everybody yeah, forgot it, about it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean like he shamed the government of the UK by being like, oh, you don't want to feed kids? I'll fucking I'll do feed it. kids. I'll do it. Yeah. 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 That was cool. So, yeah, he's cool. I mean, every I think everyone universally respects him. Of course, and, uh, there's all there's all sorts of stuff there. Are there any bits and bobs you want to talk about? I've got a handful of things that I need to talk about. Um, I, I I guess it's just like I don't believe in Liverpool. That's my big hot take. I don't okay. think they're finishing in the top four. <laughs> I've well, got. I, we gotta. I'm, we I'm have to come like, through our whole yeah. preview thing. Well, I don't yeah. think we do that tonight because I certainly haven't thought a second's worth about it. But um, no, I think I, I think what we'll do is we don't necessarily have to do team by team, but like we could do no, no, no. We'll do top four, re- top yeah. four relegation, uh, and we'll come back to it like we did, you know, last year. Top four relegation and the players of the season or golden boot. We'll do golden boot. I'm gonna say Kane again, um, but it depends uh, where he goes. It depends where he goes. It uh, does. It does because if he goes to City, he's not gonna. He's not even gonna score twenty. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, and and then no, anyone. Gonna, on, no, no, not because because he's not gonna he's play. Not, he's just not gonna play. Yeah. Right. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that he's gonna go to City and get worse. I'm saying is he's gonna be just another, you know, another brick in the wall for Pep Guardiola. So. Yeah. Have you watched any preseason yet or nothing? None. None. It's been nice. I don't even. Yeah, um, I don't. I haven't. I watched Mares score a free kick. Uh, we. I didn't get your take on Ole getting a three-year deal. Yeah. We're all happy because he sucks. Eh, like, who are they going to fucking hire? Not Ole. I don't know. Um, I'm I'm sad for my friends around here because Arsenal had to pull out of the Florida Cup. Uh, and, and Inter did as well. So it's like Everton versus, I don't even know. Puma. Everton still showed up. Yeah, they were like, hey, um, that's yeah, so the, Everton to show up and have nobody else be there. Right, right. So <laughs> uh, those games were this week. I didn't pay any attention to that. Um, it's been it's been good. I, I'm getting to the point where, like we said, it's two weeks tomorrow until the opening game of the season. Um, I'm getting excited for it, but I'm not there yet. Granted, I'm coming off of like a, a bender, which is why I wasn't on the show the last few episodes. But uh, I'm sort of, I'm getting, I'm getting my my feet back under me, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. End of July, uh, cool. We're doing this. So, uh, and any 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 quick thoughts, and then we'll wrap up. Yeah. Yankee acquisitions. Um, they're fine. They got uh, a a not as much of a douchebag version of Stanton, who's a lefty. Uh, right. But he's hitting 220. That's he's nice. He's awful. Though. No, he's actually a quite quite a good defender. Uh, Wait, and but how are they bombs. supposed to hit against good pitchers? They're not. That's the thing. And so Anthony Rizzo is the the second one that they got. He's actually um, good. He's <laughs> fine. He's perfectly fine. He's having a bad season for him, which still means he's hitting 250, which is like today. That's like 320. So um, I'm fine. He's he's really likable, which I'm fine with. But I got to tell you, I am just going through the motions with this. I didn't watch a second's worth of any of the All-Star Game stuff. I just – I'm kind of out on baseball. And granted, the Yankees sucking and me having a heavy bet on their division win uh, from earlier in the season. 
is certainly weighing on me, but I just, it's you're losing not your baseball. as good. <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with that. In fact, I'd argue it, it the, the product on the field, the players might be better than it ever was, or at least it's this, it, I haven't seen this like youth movement since Nomar, uh, A-Rod and Jeter. Right. And so yeah, there are fun players, right? There's fun players. I just, right. I'm out. I just, I, I don't know. I don't feel anything when I watch it. And that's like, that's, I'm forcing myself to watch how, the Yankees. That's what happened to me. I, I lost yeah. my, I lost that loving feeling. Uh, I know I can come back. It'll be there. Baseball is good like that. They don't change the rules too much. When you're ready well, to come back, thing. you come back. They have. <laughs> they have changed the rules. They're so fucking mindless. Yeah, but they're stupid uh, ones. Like, so it's seven really, okay, really yeah. stupid. Really stupid. But it's still 60 feet, six inches. The bases are still 90 feet apart, as yeah. far as I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mound is still the mound. So I think we're fine. I'm now the old guy at the office. as a guy who's a Giants fan. And I'm like talking about the 85 Cardinals because it was like this revolutionary type of baseball where they stole 300. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah, they ran everywhere. It was amazing. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. Yeah, let's get out of here. That was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. We are the football wing of the Chop Sports Network. We record on Tuesdays and Fridays, except when Mike doesn't show up. So <laughs> be sure to subscribe whenever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. If you are listening on Apple, please rate and review the show. It makes a huge difference. And the next episode will be a preview, preview at least for half the league when it starts. Well, that and we're going to talk about how the U.S. women's team lost. Lose. <laughs>